Did you know that the first Star Wars, A New Hope, almost caused a literal war? <laughs> so to create the barren desert planet of Tatooine, Lucas found the perfect setting in Tunisia. What he didn't account for was how even a little movie production could lead to a social political tension. Tunisia shares a border with Libya, which at the time was ruled by dictator Muammar Gaddafi. Uh, reportedly, the Tunisian government received threats from Gaddafi warning that a conflict was inevitable if they didn't remove the military vehicle from the Libyan border. Luke Speeder. All right, everyone, welcome in to Butter Popcorn Podcast, episode six. So alongside me today, my good friend, Alec Arsenal. Look, guys. Also, fellow Star Wars nerd for this episode we bring to you on May 4th. May the 4th be with you. See, I'm happy you showed Mando because shouldn't May just be Star Wars month? Because you can literally just say this is the May. I've never thought about that. That's actually, that's pretty clever, actually. Yeah, because everyone says, like, Revenge of the Sixth and all that bullshit. No, it's just Star Wars month is May. That almost kind of fell when I grabbed it, too. So I'm kind of glad that you brought that up. That would have been heartbreaking to put that back in. I would not. I just wouldn't. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I wouldn't. Ooh, I think I still have the directions to that one. You know, I could lend them to you. You're not both. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, that's fair. I still the Cody one I haven't even touched. Oh, you got Cody? Yeah, definitely. I, I read the price. Halfway through building. It looks hard. So do you. It... Oh, this is gonna be fun. I still, I still have BD1 that I've been putting together for like six months now. You still haven't finished that one? No, I keep forgetting about him. Because like half his body is on my shelf and the other half is in the box. He's a circle. That's BB8. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, maybe I should pull on a different Star Wars friend. <laughs> okay, to be fair. <laughs> You're even farther along in me than in Jedi Survivor. I beat it. <laughs> Did you really already? Yeah. God damn. Yeah, so no, I would I got back from work and I was like, all right, I should probably play for a couple hours, you know, go to bed. Four hours later, I was like, all right, well, game's done. So would you like better? This one or the first one? I like this one more just based off the fact that it's not so linear linear like there are like side options you can do don't get me wrong I like the customization too it definitely feels like this one's more like not open world but like there's a lot more shit you can do on the side I just don't feel like it's as rushed and I don't think the first one was rushed but I think they are so story driven yeah they didn't really give it time to it was like a trial run. Yeah, it it felt to me like if you were like if you weren't on main mission, there you would get bored very quickly just trying to explore worlds. Right. Like you can only like, so many crates. I mean, yeah, I mean with this one too is like they still have Coruscant, which 
you don't really do much with, but it's still there. So it's just like yeah. you always have that option. And yeah. then like growing up playing older Star Wars games, like my first Star Wars game was one the Lego Star oh, Wars, yeah. which is OG. One of the best ever. But the second one was the uh, Bounty Hunter game. Oh, yeah. Django Fett. One, I was too young to even play that game. I had no idea how to play it. <laughs> but I remember being cool. That's how I felt with the Revenge of the Sith game. We're not going to talk about that game. We get heated too fast. That game's so difficult. I mean, I want them to bring back the Commandos game. They should. That's a day old. If Disney can just listen to the fans, you know. Yeah, they're not going to. Yeah, I mean, well, I guess we can kick it off this way then. So, did you hear all the Star Wars news that came out? The three new movies, the, I don't know if they're shows. Are they more shows now too? Yeah, so Daisy Ridley is coming back to reprise her role as race walker in one movie right. uh, it's gonna be said 15 years after number nine which one is that the rise of skywalker mm-hmm. but dave filoni has full reins on this one so we have okay. so we might end up like in ray's character which is something i'm gonna point out too i shit on ray's character non-stop however it's not daisy ridley's fault <laughs> Oh no, God no! It's never, it's never the actual actors. Well, well, no. Sometimes it definitely is. I was gonna say I'm about to bring in Brie Larson into this, but <laughs> in Star Wars, it's usually not the actor's fault. But George Lucas is not known for his writing abilities. <laughs> nope. Gotta go. If he was, Yoda would have a backstory by now. <laughs> yeah, all we know is that he's like 900 years old. He's green. Um, Dave Floney is also directing another movie, um, and it's supposedly going to be the Mandalorian finale. So okay. I think season four is going to be the last season of Mando. I think that will be good. Yeah. I think he's been carrying the franchise for so long that it will be good to have that buffer to bring back the actual franchise aspect of things. Yeah, for sure. And then it's also just like every show nowadays takes the risk of how long they want to run before, you know, people get bored. Hashtag mm-hmm. Walking Dead. I was even going to say Boba Fett. And I love Boba, but... I understand the critiques behind Boba, but I do love it. Oh, yeah, 100%. It's just like some episodes you're like 100% were just fillers. Oh, I mean, dude, the... The best episodes of the show were literally the Mandalorian episodes. Which we'll, sucks because it really took them away, but yeah, but we'll get into that in a bit. Um, in other news, the director of the Acolyte series, Leslie Headland, says that the show will be frozen meets kill Bill. So huh. yeah, uh, that's got me a little more excited. That's a, a weird combination to think of. Which is funny because I'm pretty sure that show is a live action. So I don't know what frozen aspect she's talking about. Maybe there's a snowman. I hope there's a snowman. Star Wars needs a snowman. Well, I mean, they have the uh, abominable snowman, but you know. 
That's close. You know, right? When Luke saw that, he was like, I'm so fucking scared right now. <laughs> you shut up. <laughs> um, and then Star Wars uh, Galaxy's Edge, the Star Wars park, is set to close down. But only for the fact that Disney World in Orlando has decided mm-hmm. they're going to a fifth park that's going to be completely Star Wars themed. As they should. It's and, dude, the multi-billionaire park, company. Dude, the park is massive. And so, like, I saved the picture for it, and I'll put it up here in the graphic when I'm editing. But all across the park, we have Hoth, Yavin, Dagobah, Death Star, Killer Base, Endor, Geonosis, Kashyyyk, Kamino, Naboo, Utapau, Mustafar, Outer Rim, to Takodana, Ikunu, Coruscant, and Tatooine. I wonder what they're going to do with the giant spiders. Yeah, also back to Jedi Survivor. I wonder how many complaints they got from the first one where they had to add in an arachnophobia. Oh, 100%. Those things weren't even... It wasn't even fair. Like, no warning. What's that? Did you turn it on? No, I still haven't done that because I just refuse to go anywhere with spiders. Oh, I definitely turned it on. I'll tell you that right now. Well, I'm sure I will. (laughs) But, uh, like... No, okay. Okay. So you know how every Disney park has like the center object, yeah, know, Magic Kingdom. So this one, the center object is going to be the Death Star. That'll be cool. Yeah, it's going to be right down like the main street when you walk in, which is pretty tight. I strictly just want to go to Orlando to build a lightsaber. I know they're not the best quality. Yeah, but the experience. Exactly. That's the whole point. That's my whole aspect of things. I was like. Yeah, I could buy probably a good expensive lightsaber for too much adult money. But I'm not going to have some dude talking to me about kyber crystals. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to have to, you know, put it in this little chamber to activate it. I just hope it's easier than the Lego sets. All I know is that if I go there, though, I need to have, like, a good amount of money saved up because I'm going to build my own droid and lightsaber. I know it. I'm going to have no self-control. Lightsaber, droid, drinks. Overall, just experience, probably. Two grand? Easy? (laughs) It's a good thing we haven't talked about taking a boy's trip there. God. All right, guys, I'll see you in three years when I have 10K saved up. <laughs> Honestly. All right. So, kicking it off, we'll be rating every Star Wars project we have seen. That's the perfect distinction because I have not seen everything. I haven't seen Resistance, uh, which I probably don't know if I'll touch Resistance. I don't think I will either. Yeah, and then what was that one animated show that they put out right before Revenge of the Sith that was kind of just like a Clone Wars prequel? Oh, God. It's terrible ratings and like just has terrible animation. I Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I can't think of the name, though. Oh, uh, yeah, but I haven't seen that. So, yeah, and there might I mean, be. I can't say I've seen everything either. I've probably seen clips of certain things, but never 
fully finished anything. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much how I am. Actually, I don't know, I don't know if I've seen any clips of Resistance. <laughs> I haven't seen any clips of Resistance, and I've never seen Rebels. You've never seen Rebels? No. Wow. <laughs> I was going to hold that off until the end of the show, but yeah, no, nah, I've never, never seen it. That one's definitely worth the watch. Season one's a little slow, but after that, it picks up, definitely. I just don't like the two thick lightsabers. That's just my... And I understand, but you can get past that. Plus, it has one of the cooler lightsabers with Ezra because he... Uh, the, the blaster. Yeah. like That's, that. that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I mean, it's like a complete tactical advantage because imagine if you're just in one of those where like you have both blades like going against each other, you could just shoot. <laughs> I feel like that will go against oh, a yeah, lot of rules. It's <laughs> the same thing as turning off your lightsaber and then turning it back on. Yeah. Speaking of that, half the enemies in Survivor don't understand that. Yeah. Which to anyone who's listening that doesn't understand why you're not supposed to do that, pretty much the Jedi think that's a bitch move, basically. <laughs> and Let's put so, it lightly. Yeah, putting it lightly. Uh and so and it's a path to the dark side. And then the Sith also thinks it's a bitch move. And if you have to win that way, then you shouldn't win at all. So kicking off my Star Wars ranking. Okay. Last place, number 18, Rise of Skywalker. It's yeah. I, somehow Palpatine returned is just a terrible line. I the writing on that one failed everyone, and the sequels had a very good chance to be good, but we'll get to that a little later. Yeah, <laughs> my number seventeen is the Last Jedi. What two of my biggest complaints about this movie is one, the whole entire casino scene with Finn. And then I forget the Asian girls. Rose. Mm-hmm. It was pointless. It was so dumb. I mean, cool. It showed that there's a Vegas in space. No one asked. <laughs> but then, two, yeah. that the pink-haired lady that came in when Leia was, like, in a coma, mm-hmm. just, like, trying to boss Poe around, was, like, dumb. We had no explanation to her backstory. Uh and then also, it's just, it was way too much love the director trying to be like, yeah, female power. Yeah. When, when Star Wars is a like, series that doesn't need that. Star Wars is one of the first series to have one of the strongest female ever, Leia. She's a phenomenal female character. Then when you get to the prequels, you have Padme, who's a senator who also kicks ass in the Battle of Geonosis. And then, you know, Ahsoka. Probably the most badass out of the three, if you ask me. And then you got three, four other female Jedi. Granted, yeah. they don't have like the same spotlight, but you see them in action. Yeah. I mean, even Shimmy Skywalker, like you could argue. Sure. So, yeah, those are my two biggest complaints of The Last Jedi. Now, my number 16. I know this show is not good, but I still loved it. The book of Boba Fett. The colorful speeders were stupid. Yeah. There's a f- there's two episodes, and I think it's the second last one, where if you slow it down over one of the fight scenes, you can see a part of the set that they just didn't complete and just kept shooting. 
So it was just a poor lack of planning. I think with you and me, why we agreed on that rating is we look past the nostalgia. Yeah. Like, here's what I also want to talk about is why is Boba Fett looked at as such a badass character? Because we didn't know anything about him. Yeah, because he's really not. If you watch Empire, he doesn't really do much besides like take a few shots and then just takes away Solo's body and Carbonite. And then in number six, it opens up with him getting mollywopped and then sucked into a Sarlacc pit. To be fair, he kind of got killed by like, oh no, I trip and hit something. Yeah, but <laughs> like everyone, that was everyone's biggest complaint though. Was like, oh, Boba Fett's this badass character. Like, he has really. He been... just looked cool. He yeah, just looked he cool. That's it. it. He's one of my favorite characters. I have a tattoo of him. Like, yeah. So I think that's what people need to think about before they actually talk about this show. But again, I understand everything else. Right. What it? What other though is everyone says the best episodes of the Mandalorian. Did remember, I think it was episode like four in Book of Boba Fett when Grogu went back to Mando. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you know that canonically that's three years apart? Like, <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah. And apparently <laughs> Dave Filoni wanted to show that in Mando season three. But then the director of Book of Boba Fett was like, nah, fuck it. And so, like, I just found that doing research for this episode. That's canonically three years apart. I think another biggest thing with the Boba Fett thing too is the best scenes were with Mandalorian is because it showed what we all remembered what Boba Fett was supposed to be. Yeah. Like in the Mandalorian, when Boba shows up, the dude's killing everybody in sight. You yeah. don't see anything in that until you see Mandal Mando there. And you're like, all right. Yeah. And on that though i think like a lot of people what they remember from boba fett being a badass is actually from attack of the clones when it was jango fett in slave one i'm not yeah. calling it boba fett starship what, what do they call it now it's boba fett starship yeah. it's for sure gonna be slave one till the day i die yeah i yeah it you know what hold on i still have the i still have the lego box for that ship yeah i know i need to clean i can't see anything if you have the og box though that says slave one that thing sells for like six hundred dollars now no yeah, you don't know it says boba fish starship all yeah. right that's the one i have built too yep I, I also have this mini one i need to build <laughs> you know what the funny thing is about that ship too it comes with a little Mando. <laughs> Man's carrying Boba in his Lego sets too. All right. So my 15, uh, I have the Bad Batch. <laughs> this is a show I want to like so much, but I just, I don't know. Everyone raves about how good it is. And for me, I just think Omega is one of the most annoying characters to ever step foot into the Star Wars universe. And I just haven't been able to get into it. For me, for like Omega's character itself, it's like that annoying little sister, which no pun intended, she is, but it's just like, we get it, teenager. You want to go your way. Cool. These guys are shooting their brothers. 
on a day-to-day basis. So it takes a little bit more than, oh, whatever you say, like, I have to follow you. Like, yeah, it, it gets old pretty quick. Yeah. I, and I wanted to like it so bad because it was the first thing after Clone Wars to have Clone Wars style animation, which is one mm-hmm. of my favorite animation styles I've ever seen. Yeah. But yeah, I know a lot of people are going to be mad about that, but for me, it's just never landed. That's fair. 14, Attack of the Clones. Another project I love, but I understand just with the dialogue. I hate saying it's coarse and it's rough. You and I are going to disagree on this one. No, you and I agree on it. I just look at movies more critically than you do. True. But I, I don't know. On my list, I rated that would be higher. That's fair. I, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. The Battle of Geonosis is one of my favorite battles ever. Um. And just seeing everything. We meet Django Fett, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. See, he's a character that people could argue is badass, even though he gets his head chopped off. <laughs> but before that, he mollywops Kenobi and then does some work on a bunch of the other Jedi. Um, and then also, isn't it kind of fucked up that if you rewatch it, when Boba picks up his dad's helmet, you can see a head fall out? <laughs> mm-hmm. Not the actual head, but just the shadow. It's such a dark like point in Star Wars that no one talks about. Did you did you ever see that meme of Vader looking at Boba in Empire? And it says, I was there when your father got killed, and you have no idea who I am. And you just see Boba slowly turn. <laughs> oh my god, I saw it yesterday. I was dying. That's so funny. Um also, fun fact about this movie. Did you know that George Lucas's daughter begged him to put InSync in the movie? No. Only two of them accepted. Uh, Justin Timberlake wasn't there, and I don't know the other band members' names, if I'm being completely honest. But they're in the Battle of Geonosis dressed as Jedi Knights. That's awesome. So I thought that was a just hilarious fun fact that I never knew till yesterday. Number 13 for me, the Clone Wars movie. Uh-huh. It's it's nothing special. It should have just been added on as like three episodes in the series. Yeah. All it really did for us was introduce Ahsoka. Which I get that's what they were trying to do. But again, I think it would have landed better if it was just three episodes rather yeah. than the entire movie. Don't you, I mean, it was pretty cool just to see characters with no commercial breaks because this was before streaming yeah but no i definitely see what you're saying i think it would have been more i'm trying to think of the word definitely would have been better connection to the character initially and then waiting for how many years until the final season for you really connect to her but yeah no i agree with that so i'm a number 12 phantom menace one of my biggest complaints about this movie that no one talks about is within the first 10 minutes of the movie where like Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon come out of the like meeting room and they just have battle droids in front of them and they just run off at the speed of like the flash. Yeah. <laughs> and it's never used again. <laughs> what? Why did they edit that in and why does no one ever talk about it? 
See, this is the only reason why I would switch for my list. I had Clone Wars switch with your Phantom Menace. Okay, I mean, I, I don't need the Phantom Menace. I I can never finish it. I finished it one time. I anytime I finish it, I have to skip past anything with Jar Jar. Oh my god, I understand that. that, I like that as the prequels went on, he got less and less lines. Yes, yes. Jar Jar is one of the worst characters in Star Wars ever. Convince me otherwise. He's still he's a, he's a Sith Lord. See, I think. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think the Phantom Menace though has some redeeming qualities. One of which is the pod racing scene. That's okay. very badass. Um, and I think it was incredibly done for the time and the CGI that they were given. True. Oh, I say that, but if you flash forward to the final battle, all the battle droid CGI looks horrendous. Yeah. Well, that's where all the funding went, man. Dude, literally, the CGI from the 1977 first Star Wars A New Hope looks better than this. That came out in 99. That's 22 years later. You know what they say? The more CGI, the less it gets. Yeah. yeah it kind of happened. Um, and then, I mean, the final with Darth Maul, obviously one of the best battles, one of the best scores of all time. John Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, and frankly, though, the biggest complaint about that movie is we don't get more Darth Maul. Did you hear who was supposed to be the original Darth Maul? No. It was supposed to be uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to butcher his name because I don't know Spanish. Anthony Del Toro. Oh, really? Yeah, it was originally supposed to be him, but they kept cutting his lines so he disagreed. Interesting. I actually just sent you a video about Darth Maul on TikTok about an hour ago. I'm book came to... out and tells you more about this character. I'm going to have to check that out. Um, on the note of the like prequels, though, mm-hmm. have you ever heard about all the other actors that were supposed to play Anakin other than Hayden Christensen? Uh, yeah, it wasn't supposed to be Leo. Leo was in the running. Heath Ledger was in the running. Christian Bale was in the running. I know uh, Hugh Jackman was supposed to play Obi-Wan. I did hear that. See, but that's leading me into what I'm trying to get to, though, is that's one of my favorite things about Star Wars, though. I mean, outside of Samuel L. Jackson um, um, and Liam Neeson, like Star Wars usually brings in very small, no-name actors. Mm -hmm. And then this will blow their career up. Yeah. Which is one of the best things about it, I think. I think the only other like kind of thing that does that is horror movies because horror movies are never big budgets so they have to go with small time actors true yeah I mean like the probably the biggest one of the biggest franchises is Scream and like the biggest name actor they afforded was Jenna Ortega (laughs) I forgot she was even in that yeah I mean like don't get me wrong she's very in demand right now after that Wednesday role but still all right. What are the okay? So my number eleven, The Force Awakens. Okay. This movie gets overhated because people loop in eight and nine with it. Yeah. This, this movie is actually a pretty decent movie if you look at it at like face value. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like the lightsaber fight in the woods at the end is bad, but I mean, at the same time, 
like they had to keep the two main characters they introduced alive. So they should have had it written off some other way. Um, and then also one of the best character stories or arcs we could have ever gotten though was Stormtrooper turned Jedi. Yes. This goes back yes. to my thing about Disney trying to push like women. Like, and don't get me wrong, like I I wouldn't have minded Daisy Ridley or Ray as the like Jedi if she was just written better. Yeah. But Stormtrooper turned to Jedi is just amazing character arc. Hell, they- there's there's been comic books of that happening too. Of like a stormtrooper finding a lightsaber and he just knows how to use it. Yeah. The first scene of him looking at his buddy dying and then him having the epiphany is like, I don't want to be here. That should have just been the roller coaster of that yeah. entire story. I'm so if they would have gone with the story of a stormtrooper turned Jedi, it could have been the best trilogy. 100%. I think they focused more on bringing it back to the originals. Because if you really think about it, Ray's story is the same as Luke's. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Random child, middle of nowhere, no parents. Well, also same story as Luke. Brewster from Top Gun Maverick. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. Um, And then in this one, obviously Han Solo dies. Now, and there's like a theory, you know, that you have to like kill all the loved ones in order to fully turn to the dark side. Mm-hmm. I think Han Solo killed himself. Yeah. Okay, cool. We're on the same page. For anyone who doesn't know, I fully believe that Ben Solo or that Han wanted his son Ben Solo to not completely turn to the dark side. And obviously Han knows about the force and everyone who's gone down that path now. I think he activated the lightsaber on purpose. So Kylo wouldn't be killed possibly by Snoke. And then uh, so it looked like he did the task, but then this wouldn't allow Ben to turn completely dark side. Also on that note, who is Snoke? <laughs> Why do we have no backstory? Yeah, I remember when his character, like screenshots of his character came out, all the people were like, oh, he's this person, this person, this person. And just Died yeah. out. And it's just like, okay, well, there goes that option. The best theory I've ever heard, and it's never been confirmed by anyone actually like associated with Star Wars, is that he's just a version of Palpatine, like one of his clones. But yeah. see, I've heard the story that he's technically Plagueis. Because I hope he's not. Oh, I don't either, but I think it would make a little more sense because the way you just you hear about him is he's his ultimate Sith Lord learning about never learning how to die or whatever. And then he gets killed in his sleep. Nah, that kind of I was really hoping for it. No, because like my thing too though is (laughs) I hope it's not Plagueis merely for the fact of how he died. Because I'm sorry, Darth Plagueis is substantially more powerful than to be killed by that. Like, he would see that coming a thousand miles away. True. But did you know that the actor who plays Snoke, Andy Serkis, is one of the richest actors to ever live? I did not. I knew he was pretty well off. I didn't know he was one of the richest. Dude, if you look at the roles he's played, it's ridiculous. So he's played Snoke. 
which is a fat check from Disney Star Wars. He played Gollum in Lord of the Rings. Mm, okay. Yep. I forget the name, but he played the lead ape in Planet of the Apes in the newer trilogy. Caesar. Yeah, Caesar. Thank you. And then he's also been in things like Robert Pattinson's The Batman, Venom. Yep. <laughs> he's somehow managed to snag big side characters in big franchises. Yeah. I mean, at that point, you just know what you're looking for, though. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he knows his craft and he executes perfectly. Yeah. If, if you know what you're worth, you're going to press it. Yeah. All right. The story of my life. <laughs> Kicking off my top 10. A lot of people are going to be mad about my placement of this one. I have the Mandalorian. Okay. Look. I know it's a good show. I know mm-hmm. it's a Western that everyone loves. Me personally, I just haven't loved it as much as everyone else. Mainly for the fact, I think the seasons go in order of best to worst. And that's a hot take because a lot of people love season three. Me personally, my issue with season three is it took us three years to get it. I don't know if you remember, but season two ended in 2020. And so, like, yeah. So is it actually what? Yeah, because it ended right at the start of COVID. So my whole thing with this is they try to give us Boba Fett to hold us over, which I mean I get for some people. Wow. Yep. Thanks for uh, oh. yeah. So we t- it took three years to get season three. Then season three starts off with another side mission, like oh. Grogu's hungry and babbling. Blah, blah, blah. And like it wasn't season three after a three year break, and you've already well established all your characters should just immediately go. Best comparison yeah. look at Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. Starts immediately with the Battle of Coruscant. Yeah, I definitely think season three should have been written better. But I like you said, like I think they're leading more towards the finale, anyways. Yeah, but look at how they ended season two with Luke Skywalker coming down the hallway like that. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. Not even mentioned in season three. And then also, we don't know if Moff Gideon is dead. They better kill him off. I'm so sick of seeing hearing his name. I'm I'm really pissed. I'm sick of hearing the entire season Thrawn, 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 nothing. Yeah. Where was he? That really pissed me off. I was like, a hologram. Yeah, it literally, Something. this was just a build up to try and get to the Ahsoka series with how yeah. many times they said Thrawn. And like, yeah, so Moff Gideon, I'm tired of hearing him. I really hope he's dead. I mean, don't get me wrong. Giancarlo Esposito did a phenomenal job of playing him. He's, 100%. yeah, he's a phenomenal antagonist, like actor. Two, can we get some fucking character development for Grogu? If he spent three years canonically with Luke, one, his force power should be better. Two, he hasn't said a fucking word yet. Their idea of character development was putting him in an old, broken-down droid that says yes and no. Well, you gotta think, though. Because we didn't know how old he was until what season... 
season like, three. No, like episode three of season one. Well, I mean, they they justify he's about this age, but we didn't know his name. We don't know anything about the species, so we don't know when they actually like understand. Well, obviously he understands because he's petty. So Dave Filoni and John Favreau take the fucking risk. And then guess what? We'll have answers to Yoda and to when he learned how to talk. But I don't think they're going to touch that because that's George Lucas and they're not going to touch that anywhere close. Oh yeah, because Disney has a ruined shit George Lucas did before. Like Luke's character arc. Shut up. <laughs> Where's my wish? My number nine that another another one I think people are going to hate is Obi-Wan Kenobi. I loved this show. I don't care what you say. Yeah, no, I was a huge fan. Dude, literally, just stop thinking about this show critically and you'll love it. It brought me back to my childhood so quickly. Like, to the point that you were coming over to our house to have snacks and drinks every time a new episode aired. I do remember that. Yeah, like, in every episode, we didn't care what happened. We loved it. Now, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. There's some critiques I have of it, but overall, they're not bad. Um, one, I think Reva, Reva should have died after uh, Vader stabbed yeah. her. I don't think she should have lived to chase Luke. That's, like, my biggest thing, honestly. Other than that, I mean, I've always had trouble connecting Anakin and Vader in my head. Like, I know they're the same person, but they're different in my head until this series. Just from that entire scene where, like, you didn't kill Anakin, I did. Oh, my God, I wanted to cry. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I'll, Dude, I'll, I'll say it. I yeah. cheered up. I've admitted to crying on this podcast before, but, dude, that was so heart-wrenching. The only thing that... Oh, sorry, continue. No, you go. Oh, the, I was, was going to say, the only thing that really ruined Obi-Wan for me was Star Wars fans. Yeah. We're the worst. Star Wars fans every, for everyone. Every single episode or anytime he fought Vader, he's like, what, that's it? I was like, they're not going to kill him off to get rid of that entire history of the story. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't make any sense. And, that, and it's all I kept on seeing every single time he saw Vader. It's just like, they're not going to do that. Yeah. Speaking of making sense, though, you know what it did add in? Why in New Hope, Obi-Wan tells Luke that his father died by Dar- and Darth Vader killed him. That connected That's it. really what he was told. <laughs> yeah. And like one of the things I loved about it, though, was Obi-Wan took off the right side of his mask. And if you go back and watch that scene, the shadowing from each lightsaber when he's switching between Darth Vader and Anakin's voice is so gorgeous. I, I was actually about to bring that up, too. That was one of my favorite parts. Yeah. And then also the fact that Obi-Wan was able to take off his right side so the Master could take off that. In Rebels, Ahsoka takes off the left side. So the Padawan takes off that side, but the only one who could bring him back to the light side was his son, Luke, in Return of the Jedi. When he took off his entire helmet. Yeah. It's such a beautiful, like, transition. yeah. Yeah. Okay, number eight, I have Rebels. I know you said you don't like it. Or you haven't watched it. I haven't watched it, so... I definitely think it's worth the watch. I mean, you get the beautiful scenes with Obi-Wan fighting Darth Maul one last time. Mm-hmm. Soka versus Vader is beautiful. 
And then also you just get a lot more Soka content and you meet Thrawn and get more detail on him. So okay. I would say you should watch it before the Ahsoka series because yeah, I probably, I probably will. They said it's going to like have a lot of callbacks to that. So okay. number seven, I have the first Star Wars, A New Hope. Mm-hmm. It's a phenomenal origin story, but at the end of the day, it has the least rewatchability for me out of the original trilogy. Um, I, <laughs> my dad is probably the reason I'm a Star Wars fan because growing up, I would be like on my sick days from school or something. He would just turn on Star Wars and we'd watch it all day. Mm-hmm. And like, so I get, I get that from my dad and I get like my love for like mafia movies, like Goodfellas and Godfather from my dad. But then everything else is probably accredited to my mom besides horror. She's obsessed with horror. Not me, but I my humor, why I love fucked up movies like Midsummer, everything else accredited to my mom. <laughs> See, for me, New Hope was the very first movie I've ever seen in theaters. Ow. My hometown, they did a big Star Wars celebration. Oh, hell It's where they brought back old movies and they put it in the movie theater. Don't know how the fuck they did it. I just remember watching um, Alec, what was his last name? Guinness? Alec Guinness. I just remember seeing his name on the credit. I was like, hey, that's my name. Ever since that, that's how I knew his name was Alec. Oh yeah, you know he hates Star Wars. Yeah, no, I can understand why. Yeah, like apparently some fan came up and told him that he had like watched it a thousand times, and that he was asked for an autograph, and Alec Guinness said he'd only sign it if he never watched it again. Yeah, no, I can I can see how that gets old real fast. I mean, yeah, but come on, like, I mean, whatever. He's <laughs> an old man, dude. So is my back. I feel that. <laughs> All right. So my number six, Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. I love this one. Honestly, it might be my favorite of the original trilogy, but I know it's not the best. But like we already said, the callback to him taking off his whole helmet at the end is a beautiful scene. Did you know that in it, though, the word Ewok is never said? Go back and rewatch it. They never say Ewok. So how do we get that? The best theory as to how people got that name is because right around the time that that movie was coming out, stores started releasing toys. And like Merchandise. Let's say Ewok on it. That but makes sense. Ewok in it. Also, it's just hilarious that all the like Ewoks are up partying and dancing, music, feasting, and then Luke's like just watching his dad burning. <laughs> No, I think my favorite's the uh, the Ewoks always running around with the stormtrooper helmets on, or like the stormtrooper armor. I'm like, you know that dude died horribly. Hundred percent, he did not die a very good death. Yeah, no one talks about how savage Ewoks are. <laughs> um, what's your thoughts on the fact that they put in Hayden Christensen at the end rather than I forget the original actor who played Anakin? I kind of liked it. Because, like, I, I completely agree with it. I think it's a good representation because that's when he was on the light side. Yeah. It, you're not going to just get burnt, crispy old granddad. Well, I was going to say, and then think about it. Like, if, you know, like, you wouldn't know what Anakin actually looked like. 
I mean, outside of when he looks rough after he gets the helmet off at the end, but that's not even what he looked like as a force ghost. So, like, people could have just been like, yeah, that's probably Anakin. Right. But, yeah, so I completely agree. Hayden Christensen should have got it. And did you know that he didn't know that, that he was going to get that? Yeah, no, I just remember reading. He was like, yeah, just put on the robes, and that was it. Yeah. Well, and Hayden was like, it's probably good that he had me do it that way. And he was like, because if he'd have told me, I probably would have tried to, like, smile or do something stupid. (laughs) I mean, got so much hate. Yeah, but it's so heartwarming to see him at the most recent Star Wars celebration where they called his name and the whole crowd erupts and he tears Mm -hmm. out of joy. Yeah, one of my all-time favorites. He got a lot of hate. Did you know uh, Natalie Portman? Also got a lot of hate for her Star Wars role. Oh, yeah. She said it almost ruined her career. Yeah. Fuck, what was the character? There's some character from the prequels. I forget who. But he almost committed suicide because of the hate that he got. And then they just brought him back in Mando Season 3. He's. It was the uh, CP3. C... Was it? Oh, yeah, it was C3PO. Yeah. Yeah, we did his character. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of awesome. And now he's being very highly celebrated. All right. My number or kicking off my top five. And this is going to be high for a lot of people, but it made me so happy. And it's Tales of the Jedi. 100%. Clone Wars style animation is phenomenal. And we finally get a backstory on Yaddle, mm-hmm. get a little more on Ahsoka. And like the final episode with Ahsoka was badass. The episode where it shows Anakin training her shows how she was able to make it out of Order 66. So it was such a nice tie in. However, they didn't have to make us watch the entire scene where yeah. all the clones die again. Yep. Yep. Was not a huge fan of that one. Was not ready to cry in the club. <laughs> the club did not turn up on Tuesday that day. No, it did not. Uh, okay. Number four, I have what's arguably the second best Star Wars Rogue One. Yeah, that, that was hard decision for me between second and third for me. I mean, I, that movie was so well done. I mean, cinematically, it might be the most beautiful film. Like, with all the shots of the different worlds and everything, especially that mm-hmm. final world they're on. Um, and then, along with that, like, it answered so many questions, like, how did the Rebels know where to shoot in the Death Star? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. And then also, though, can we talk about how dramatic Anakin is? That hallway scene, he turned off his life support system, so all you would see is his lightsaber. So he he almost died just to scare some rebels. Then, after he turned it back on, they escape, and there's just a hole in the ship. There's no wind in the vacuum of space. So he used the force to ripple his own cape. Man's flashy, but he's always been that way. I know, but it's just so he's funny. always been that way. No, I know it's no. so funny, and it's honestly a nice tie-in to show that Anakin has always been there. Like Darth Vader I, fully took over. I think my favorite, like it's gonna sound fucked up, but my favorite part of the movie was like you get so tied into these characters, and the director's like, they're all dead. Yeah, fuck you. Honestly, <laughs> you're like. Like, I think that's the very first ever, like, you get connected to, a, I'm not going to say it's the first time you're getting connected to somebody in Star Wars, but, like, they should have just got 
yeah obliterate which is almost like it's almost a nice like touch though not the dying part i mean like yes it's poetic the dying part because it was just a standalone movie that served its purpose and they didn't have to do anything else with it right because like the andor series had nothing to do with it did you finish i've seen that nice still haven't seen that one i've only watched episodes one and two that's why it's not on my list um i've heard from a lot of people it's the best live action show i was gonna say robbie's obsessed with it he's been trying to get me on it yeah so i need to definitely check that one out all right so my number three this is my favorite i want to preface it with that but it's not the best so i'm not going to put it that high revenge of the sith (laughs) the movie's so good that's fitting for the name this is one of my favorite things though it's just fuck the critics and love what you love. Mm-hmm. This movie's so good. The Battle of Coruscant is beautiful. And it's so funny seeing the fear on Dooku's face when he realizes that Palpatine has just set him up and like Dooku's wasted his entire life. And, I mean, you even see that. I'm going to bring it back to the story of the like, fucking Tales of Jedi. You see how conflicted he is. Oh, yeah. And then you just see the ultimate betrayal. You're like, you kind of had that one coming. Yeah. Well, and then uh, one of my favorite memes since you brought one up earlier is it shows Dooku in between Anakin's lightsabers. And he just looks at and goes, he's a Sith Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and Anakin's like, what? And he goes, yeah, he's a Sith Lord. He's my boss. <laughs> I think one of my favorite parts, other than one, I love clones. Like, yeah. I think my only thing I've ever said. 100%. But the comedy aspect of it. Yeah. Like, that's why I liked about early Marvel, too, is because you can mix in good action with sly, like, sly jokes. They'll be like, huh. Back to the action. Yeah, exactly. Like my The flying scene of he's shooting Obi-Wan's ship. He's like, you're going to blow me out of the sky? He's like, yeah, you're right. Like, oh, this is where the fun begins. Like small lines like that deliver so well, I think. I think right. my favorite my favorite was Grievous making fun of Anakin. <laughs> figured you'd be older. I figured you'd be bigger. Yeah, that one's great. Or, you know, it's not even, I don't think, meant to be comedic, but it is, is hello there. Yeah. His signature. <laughs> yeah. So that's fantastic. Um there was something I wanted to flash back to. Oh, yeah. I didn't say this when I was talking about Attack of the Clones. But in Attack of the Clones, one of my favorite things is if you watch movies, protagonists will always run from left to right. But in the Battle of Geonosis, the clones run in from the right side, foreshadowing their turn in Order 66. Mm. That's a good detail. I never even noticed that, yeah. Yeah, so you can bring that up when people shit on Attack of the Clones. Dude, clones are cool. Anything with a clone in it, I'm going to rate it high. They're just fucking cool to me. Yeah, no, trust me. If I'm talking about personal favorites, Attack of the Clones is higher. Obi-Wan Kenobi is probably higher. Anyway, um, okay, my number two. What's arguably the best Star Wars project ever made in the Clone Wars? The animation's great. Every character arc is done so phenomenally. And I hate when people are like, 
oh, I hate the Clone Wars because you need to watch it in order to make the prequels good. I'm like, you, I mean, I guess, but also it just adds more depth to the character so you can appreciate the prequels more. For me too, it was the, you connected to it. Yeah. Like granted, it came out when we were young, but like still like, you know what's going to happen to Anakin, but you're still seeing that progress of him being like the arrogant kid to becoming a master to becoming the child Slayer 3000. Not exactly a master. Shut up. He deserved it. <laughs> oh, he 100% deserved it. Mace is just a hater. Dude, I don't understand Star Wars fans' obsession with Mace Windu. I think he's a dickhead. I think he's just because he has a purple lightsaber. Yeah, probably. Um, but, and then, like like you said, we all knew the story and where it was heading. I was still upset in the final season when Order 66 happened. But one of the best touches they added on it was just adding in the like audio from the movie. Yeah. That was phenomenal. And then my number one, Empire Strikes Back. It's the greatest plot twist in cinematic history. And everyone our generation says it's not. Because, yeah, we've seen so many more movies with better CGI and some better camera work now. No one had seen a like story shift like that ever beforehand. Right. And even the entire cast didn't know till the movie came out. The only ones that knew really were Lucas, the guy who played Vader, I forget his name, James Earl Jones, and Luke or Mark Hamill. <laughs> What's the, uh, I'm trying to think. What's the uh, they call it something theory when you think you remember something, but it actually didn't happen that way? what it's called oh uh the mandela effect the mandela effect the scene where vader and luke right after he cut us off his hand everyone remembers i am your father he doesn't say it no no he does it's misquoted by people think he says luke i am your father that's what it was yeah yeah, yeah. see i even no. did it yeah you're on the right page but yeah it's the most misquoted line in movie history i think it's just because I got into a huge argument about this. I don't know if it was with you. It might have, it probably was with you. But let's Star Wars a time or two in our day. Which is funny because we agree on the majority of the thing. I agreed on 90% of this list. I just switched two movies for me. But I think we're also just the most honest Star Wars fans. No offense to the listeners <laughs> or viewers. I'm just saying, you know who you are. Yeah, dude, literally, I just had one of my most popular videos, actually my most popular video ever on TikTok. I'm almost at 500,000 views, and it's literally just pictures of the chronological order to watch Star Wars in. That got your most views? Yeah. That's what's up. Dude, I can't, there's like 15 people in the comments that are like, no, this is wrong. Like, (laughs) no, it's not. I even, literally, but after Attack of the Clones, I said Clone Wars seasons one through seven in season seven, episodes one through eight. And then I had Revenge of the Sith. And then I said, go back to Clone Wars season seven, episodes nine through 12. Like I put it in perfect timeline order. And Star Wars fans are that toxic that they're like, nah, I disagree. <laughs> and then someone was like, well, how about the Old Republic or High Republic stuff? I'm like, there's no movies or content about that besides books and video games 
and majority of that isn't canon. Exactly. So Star Wars fans, get less toxic, please. All right. We are heading into our intermission. All right. So we're going to kick off by going with some fun facts about Star Wars. So, okay, I already said two of these. We'll edit that out. Um, did you know that George Lucas took the inspiration for how Leia killed Jabba the Hutt from The Godfather? Because it mirrors the death of Luca Brasi. No shit. Yeah, and I didn't know this till I was researching. George Lucas helped out on the set of Godfather. I'm surprised your dad didn't say that. I'm surprised my dad didn't either. <laughs> First time ever meeting the man, I'm telling me about his Sopranos collection. <laughs> yeah, I just watched The Godfather with him not too long ago. <laughs> I need to watch number two. I haven't seen that one yet, but I've heard it. I hear a lot of people say they like it better. I still need to watch the uh, the Sopranos created of Saints of New York, New York. I need it's to like watch a pre- it's a prequel to it. I haven't seen the Sopranos at all. So. Yeah, I need to watch it. Uh, did you know R2 was originally supposed to speak English and he was going to be an mm-hmm. asshole? Mm-hmm. I think that- that's why they made a that's why I know they made the droid in Rebels with the hands. Oh, that's yeah. where R2 was supposed to be. That's funny. Oh, what is his name? That doesn't matter. Okay, and this is my longest fun fact of the day, so I'm going to be reading directly off my phone. Okay. Did you know that the first Star Wars, A New Hope, almost caused a literal war? <laughs> so to create the barren desert planet of Tatooine, Lucas found the perfect setting in Tunisia. What he didn't account for was how even a little movie production could lead to a social political tension. Tunisia shares a border with Libya, which at the time was ruled by dictator Muammar Gaddafi. Uh, Reportedly, the Tunisian government received threats from Gaddafi warning that a conflict was inevitable if they didn't remove the military vehicle from the Libyan border. Luke Speeder, as I'm pretty sure what they're talking about. Oh wow. Classic America. <laughs> so yeah, that's funny that the first Star Wars almost cut well, I shouldn't say funny. But <laughs> we have a fucked up sense of humor. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You ready to be uh quizzed a little bit on Star Wars? Oh, uh, let's see if I'm an adequate fan. <laughs> what is the name of the creature Luke fights in Return of the Jedi? In Java's palace. Oh, oh, Rancor. Yep. <laughs> God, saw your gears turning on that one. Jeez, what was the original name for Return of the Jedi? Revenge of the Jedi. There it is. Do you know why they didn't go with that? Because Jedi don't seek revenge. Yep, but they still used it on later for Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who made the rule of two? Oh, no. Oh, laggy. Okay, there we go. There we go. Okay. Who made the rule of two? It was an ancient Sith. I know you know his name. Oh, was it... 
was it Darth Bane? It was. Let's go. <laughs> uh, who told Luke that there was another Skywalker? I'm, I'm going to get this one wrong. Was it Yoda? It was. I'm so proud of myself right now. <laughs> All right. And final question. What is engraved on Mace Windu's lightsaber? <laughs> Don't think Mace Windu. Think Samuel L. Jackson. That's my issue. <laughs> I'm thinking so much. God, I'm so fucking scared right now. Um, I want a purple lightsaber. <laughs> now, it's bad motherfucker. Yeah, okay. See, I knew it was probably going to go that way, but I didn't want to go. <laughs> hey, four for five is not bad, especially since the last one. It isn't even talked about in any movies or shows yeah so when it comes to show or shows and movies you're solid nailed it when it comes to uh outside fun facts not so great yeah well we both knew that one <laughs> we both knew that by a mile <laughs> oh. all right hit us with your list mr arsenal well I'm going to make it pretty short considering I pretty much already told you my list. Pretty much agree with everything you said. But the only thing I would have switched, I'll just read read the numbers. Uh, so number 17, I had Rise of Skywalker. Obvious reasons. Yeah, pretty much the same reasons. I'm going to just jump off basically what you said. Somehow Palpatine returned. Or as they say, piggyback. Um, if you understand the reference, I'm sorry. Um, but you had Attack of the Clones at 16. I switched it with the Phantom Menace. I, I understand. I just, the rewatch value for me, I just can't do it. I, mean, uh, for, I understand. Dude, that movie would be so good without Jar Jar Banks. It would just go by so much faster. Yeah. Or they could just fill it with something else. Just something. Yeah. Like, I understand every movie has to have a comedic relief, but that one wasn't it. <laughs> yeah. No, that's... Yeah. It's also, uh, 15... It, I was going to say, it's also hard, though, when your first original comedic relief was Han Solo, Harrison Ford. like <laughs> The driest sense of humor, human on the live. Uh, 15, Last Jedi. Pretty much covered the bases. Yeah, not a great plot line. Yeah, no. They could have done so much more with it. They could have just... I'm going to kind of jump ahead on this, but what they're doing the new sequel is what they should have done with Luke in this new Disney series. Yeah. That should have been Luke's story. Ray could have been, like we said, could have been Jedi. Cool. I don't care about that. Her story could have been based off what Luke's teaching was, other than Luke being a hermit, cynical old man. 
Well, and my biggest beef with it too is like Vader is arguably the biggest bad the galaxy has ever seen. I get it's Palpatine, but Palpatine really never did a lot besides put plans in place. He always he the shadow to do it. So Vader is arguably the biggest bad. And Luke wouldn't fight him because he sensed good in him. Kylo Ren has one bad dream and Luke's like, nah, that's it, kid. It's funny you say that because on my TV right now, I have a clip of Fallen Order and it's just Luke looking behind his second sister. <laughs> it's his visor up to here. <laughs> He's just peeking over. Um, yeah, they, I, I don't know. They could just done so much better with that. Uh, but, uh, 15, I have the Bad Batch. I do like the Bad Batch. I think it's just the same episode over and over and over, just yeah. on a different planet. It's um, arguably similar to The Mandalorian. Roughly, yeah. In that aspect. The Mandalorian the, the, is way better. The parent aspect of things, yeah. Yeah. Um, 14, Book of Boba Fett. I do think they could have written it a little bit better for me it did feel a little rushed which is kind of ironic because it was super slow watching but i think they just could have pushed more of the main agenda faster um 14 clone wars movie yeah cover, cover the basis on that one it's been three episodes yep then i have attack with the clones I do, granted, I know it's not really based on the clones. It's mainly based around the idea that there is a Sith Lord. Yeah, but it gives us the introduction of clones and how they were made, where they came from. Right, I just wish they had a little bit more clones, to be honest. I think it's funny, though, that Jango Fett was like, I want one that stays a kid. (laughs) You narcissistic fuck. Force Awakens. I I just cine, the cinema side of it. I think they did well. I think there's good drama. There's good action. I just think character arc should have been flipped. I yeah. think Finn should have been the Jedi, just based off of the traumatic start of the scene. Yeah, but I mean, overall, my favorite scene in the entire movie is him literally just stopping a blaster bolt. Dude, that was so badass. You've when never I, seen that before. And it's just like... Theaters, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, okay, cool. This dude's going to be Vader yeah. 2.0. And then you <laughs> find out it's just the kid with daddy issues. Yeah. Um, Mandalorian. I do think they stretched out the brand a little bit too much. Yeah. Like... For us growing up, you think Mandalorian, you think of these badass motherfuckers. And now any three-year-old, four-year-old knows Mando because of baby Yoda. Yeah. Well, and then one of my other bigger gripes was season three that I didn't mention when I was talking. Again, I said it earlier is Star Wars is known for small names. Why the fuck were Lizzo and Jack Black in an episode? Yeah. I didn't see them as anything else other than Lizzo and Jack Black. They weren't Star Wars characters to me. And like two, the droid was on 
Mandalore for like 30 seconds before Din was like, yeah, we'll see if the air is good. <laughs> yeah, I think actually to go off of that too is I love Jack Black, but you put him in anything, it's just going to be a Jack Black whatever. Yeah, the only time it's not Jack Black to me is Kung Fu Panda because yeah. you can't see <laughs> So like anything you see Jack Black and you're like, oh, it's Jack Black movie or like I the new Mario movie. Anytime yeah. I hear about it, they're like, yeah, Jack Black was the best part of that movie. I'm like, it's Jack Black. What do you expect? Yeah. But yeah, as soon as I saw him, I was just like, okay, yeah, this is. Yeah, yeah. it was stuff like that that was bothering me. And then also the finale just did not feel like a finale. No, I think that was instead of putting a part one as the credits i think they just left it at the big explosion i think they could have done a lot more with the mandalorians yeah because you have two clans that absolutely despise each other yeah oh and why is uh every time a star wars character gets a turret gun they die Why is that? Yeah. No, that's wow. Wow. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. Like, think about that clone arc in the first season of Clone Wars. Think about Mandalorian. It also happened in, I think, Revenge of the Sith. God damn it. And Attack of the Clones. Anyway, continue. Um, Aluminum Kenobi. For this yeah. one, it just was strictly nostalgia. I didn't care about anything critique-wise. It's fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, I was happy the whole time watching it. Yeah, I don't care. I didn't. Leia chase scene. Yeah, I mean, granted, I think the Inquisitor was a little annoying, but that's her character. Oh, really? She's, yeah, she's pissed off at the world. Yeah, I thought the character played it, or the actress played it phenomenally. I really should learn her name, but... And then also... Say what you want about Disney Star Wars. They've done phenomenally when it comes to Vader. Every time. Rogue One was great. I think they made Jedi Fallen Order. That was fantastic. And then also in this, the first time you see Vader, you think he's just going to pursue Kenobi and leave everyone else alone. First thing he does is snap a woman's neck. (laughs) And then drags Obi-Wan through fire. Pulls down an entire ship with one hand. <laughs> that I was actually going to bring that up. There's so many characters that struggle to do something like that. And then you just see Vader just walks in. He's like, oh, yep, that's mine now. Yeah. Like, it's just like, he struggled he's a monster. I think he was just trying to show off. I think that's what it was, to be honest. I don't think he was struggling. I think he was just trying to show off. Probably. Um, after everyone... I have New Hope. You had Rebels there, but I've yeah. only seen clips of it. I can't have a vote on that. I, I New Hope. Yeah. Just, again, for... It's Star Wars. That That is the start of Star Wars. Like I was talking about watching with my dad, though. He Every time we watch New Hope together, he always talks about everything they added in, like, 20 years later. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of scenes, but I don't think you and I would really know any other way. No, I really don't think so. I think if I rewatched it now, I wouldn't be able to pick it apart at all. Yeah. I I mean, I can just because it's so ingrained in my brain from my dad every time I'm going, that wasn't in the original. <laughs> Classic Rick. 
Uh um, Return of the Jedi. I think the action scenes are great. The development of because you—that's when you really see somebody struggle with the good side and the bad side. Yeah, of life. Like Luke could have easily gone twisted, but he found himself. One of my favorite things about Return of the Jedi too is how Luke is in all black the entire movie, hinting that he's going to turn to the dark side, and then. Like, as he's in the middle of the fight at the end, a little flap of white comes out showing that mm-hmm. he's still good. I think that I, I'm just going to go off from what I think it was, too. It was, it was a tie into Anakin. Yeah. Anakin's always wearing dark. He's always yeah. known to be wearing dark. Everybody else is light. He's always in dark. So I think that was, for me, it was like, okay, so he's kind of bringing back the Skywalker look. Yeah. Well, actually, he kind of created it. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> and then originally at the end of that movie, he was supposed to put on Vader's helmet and like be like, all right, I'm taking Vader now when it was Revenge of the Jedi. Mm. Which I'm happy they didn't do. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Um, next, I had Tales of the Jedi. I think just understanding backgrounds don't get me wrong. Certain characters, you don't need a background to still love them. Yeah. Like Boba Fett, you still never really got a background on him. You just got the continuation of him. Wars when he's a kid. But yeah. yeah. No, I know. I'm on full side with you. Like we just get small details here and there, but really all they show in Clone Wars is his hatred for Mace Windu. Just kind of understandable. You're a dick. I understand. And cut off his dad's head. Yeah, I'd want some revenge for myself as well. Um, Rogue One uh, is definitely so, is number four for me. And that one was a struggle for a while because it was the real, it's the first time it's something new. Yeah. Well, it's, and only Star Wars movie without a lightsaber duel. Yeah. And I, I think my favorite part too was the lightsaber scene. It, just yeah, the red. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this motherfucker was brutal, too. Yeah, again, another scene where Disney killed it when it comes to Vader. Mm-hmm. Um, Revenge of the Sith. We we can talk about Revenge of the Sith all day. Yeah, dude, we could do a three-hour episode just talking about that movie, breaking down every scene. I absolutely um, Number two, Clone Wars. Yeah. For the same reason I said it on yours. It's just you understand more depth. I think it's and it might be the best cartoon ever made. (laughs) Like honestly, but and I, you know, it's funny. I just now remember the prequel cartoon you're talking about. What is it? I I don't know the name, but I remember the art style. The art style was the one that just didn't do for me. Apparently, the thing that one gives you is a little bit more on Grievous. Right. Oh, you understand how much of a monster he is. Yeah. Speaking of Grievous, can we talk about how Dave Filoni wrote seven seasons of a TV show of Anakin and Grievous not meeting each other because of one simple line in Revenge of the Sith? Like the closest they ever come is Grievous has been shocked to fall asleep for a prisoner exchange and Anakin's still knocked out. I They're think both on Camino. They're both on Camino. Yeah. Don't cross. 
Yeah. Obi-Wan fights him plenty of times in the Clone Wars. Never sees mm-hmm. him. I think that's hilarious that Dave Filoni wrote seven seasons of something. And may- that's Disney- just attention. Yeah. And then Disney said, let's not have him direct movies because his attention to detail just isn't there. Yeah. And then Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. It's the best I'm- Star Wars yeah. movie. It's arguably the best movie ever made. Come at me if you want. I will argue that. I personally don't believe it is, but I'm here for the arguments and I can argue for it. I just think you like to argue. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> My mother would probably agree with you. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, that's an episode. So now we have ourselves a draft. You don't have to go in any specific order. But we okay. Will a Jedi, a Sith, a droid, a bounty hunter, and a home planet. Oof. So you are the guest to this episode or to this show. You get to go first. You can go in any order. Oh. <laughs> I got my one two lined up. Are we are we counting strictly canon or just any character that comes to mind? Canon. You're not taking Star Killer. Damn it. <laughs> Jesus. Well, he would have been in tie up because he's both. God damn. For Jedi? You know, I'm going to take Yoda. Okay. I mean, that's a good pick. I'm going to take Yoda. Um, All right. So for my one, Darth Maul. Good pick. That's a good pick. <laughs> for ah, for Sith, I want. I wanted to just take the easy one that just troped him, but I'm going to be taking freshly appointed Darth Vader. Freshly, okay. Probably the most so hate at that point. So he's pre-burnt, dude. One of the hardest lines ever is from the comic series where vader is surrounded and they're like you're surrounded give up he's like oh i'm surrounded by his fear and dead men Mm -hmm. they need a hardest line action hardest line yeah okay so oh you took vader before he's burnt that's Mm -hmm. it i for my jedi i'm gonna take the only one that's ever beat yoda in combat my favorite Flo Koon. Oh, that's a good one. Only Jedi he slept on. Force Lightning. He slept on. Yeah, no, dude, not enough people talk about him. Favorite droid. God, there's so many. I'd love to take an assassin droid, but I'm going to take a magnet magnet guard. Oh, okay. I like that. I'm going to take my bounty hunter next. Okay. Cad Bane. Oh, fuck. That's my pick. How was my pick? 
That's why I wanted to grab him before you did. Yeah, that was definitely my pick. They sent me back. <laughs> For Homeworld, I'm going to say Coruscant. Okay. Yeah, I'm saving. I was saving my homework, so I don't think you're going for mine. Okay, um, I'll take Droid. Give me a K2SO Droid. God damn it! If for all our <laughs> listeners that don't know what that is, it's the droid in Rogue One that is originally an Empire droid, but it was turned good. But all of them are extremely good in combat. People skills, not so much. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> also, I liked him as the comedic relief in Rogue One. A lot of people did not. Oh, yeah, no, he was just petty. I love the petty sense of humor. All right, what do you have left? Bounty Hunter? I got Bounty Hunter. I mean, there's an obvious one laying on the board right in front of us. I mean, yeah, uh, but I don't want to take the obvious one. That's fair. I had two or three in mind. I can't think of his fucking name now. That's the thing that's killing me. Not Cad Bane, but the guy with the hat that he uses as a sled sometimes. Clone oh, Wars. What are you talking about? I can't think of his name. I'm trying to find it real quick. Is it Embo? Yep. Yeah. This guy? Yep. Yeah, that's a good pick. See, if I didn't get Cad Bane, I think I was going to go Bosk. Or... Bosk, yeah. That's a good one. I mean, we also left Mando on the board. Django Fett, Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the, the Fets were cop-outs, though. Yeah, I know. That's why I was like, there's an easy one on the board. But All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, for my home planet, I'm going to take Kashyyyk. Hmm. Make yeah. the Wookiees. Big ass teddy bears. Exactly. That's fair. See, I was like, course, like, I'm a big city guy. Yeah, I get that. I like cities. Awesome. You lost your khakis. <laughs> Fuck, where are my khakis? <laughs> um, no, I was actually. Bru- shout out to the Bruins. Still hurt. <laughs> no, I was actually going to bring up questions. Uh, I didn't know if you want to talk about video game characters. Yeah, I'm down. We can dive a little into a uh, survivor too. I mean, yeah. Hold that thought. Oh my god! <laughs> this is going to be my longest podcast episode yet. Well, good. Gets my pretty face on camera. We've been on almost an hour 30. God damn. We started at like 10 or at, yeah, like 10.50. I mean, yeah, but we still have some things to edit out. Well, you still have things to edit out. I mean, yeah, but only like maybe like a minute, 32 minutes worth of shit, like the smoke breaks. And then the beginning where we like were laughing and couldn't actually start the episode. Fair. So... All right, let's dive into a Jedi Survivor a little bit. Now, I'm not as far, so let's go a little spoiler-free since the game is still new and people have a life outside of you that haven't finished it yet. 
Okay, all right, fair enough. So far, I will say, I was thinking the graphics would be just a hair better. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, you know, it's, what, five years since the other one released, and they look almost identical. And the main part that caught my eye on that was the beginning mission on Coruscant, when you were with, I don't, I forget his name, but he's like, not a bounty hunter, but almost a bounty hunter friend. Guy with the, guy with the jetpack? Yeah. Bode? Yeah, Bode. Like, when it just pans to him talking, like, he looks very computer generated yeah which i mean games like madden get players that look more real than that and it's produced they're both produced by ea so that's why i kind of wanted to bring that into it the ea aspect of things because the game's what three days old now i think it's like five i don't know five i've fallen through the map (laughs) here actually no it came out on the 28th so one, two, three, four, five, six days. Six days. I've fallen through the map twice. Yep. Um, there's certain glitches to where if I'm in the mantis and I'm trying to use my hollow map, it won't the work. Very start like what's up? It won't work. That or it will crash my game. Really? I haven't had I've, crash- had, to re- I've no, had to restart it- my game twice. I had crashing the game when I was fighting. Oh, what's the creature Luke fight or kills an empire in the beginning? The abominable snowman. Oh yeah. They call it different in this game. Cause it's not a, it's not a wampa. It's a, uh... Oh really? They don't call it that. No, they call it something else. Cause oh, it's a but yeah, different breed. When I fought that for the first time, my game glitched out. I went back to Xbox home. Um, but yeah, there's like a, and then also, I feel like the when you hit B to like evade an attack, I feel like it rarely works. That or you just don't go the distance. Well, and distance isn't even always the issue for me. Like I'll try and be evading right, and it just goes straight back, so I'll still get hit. For me, it's one, it doesn't register in time, which could be a player error. Probably is, to be honest. But my issue is the locking on. Like, there's certain points to where, like, you know, the character gets red and they have a certain grabbing motion yeah. or whatever. If you're locked on, for me, sometimes it unlocks. Oh, yeah. So I'm trying to, like, avoid or trying to swing. I'm completely missing. Yeah, I can't and of course that I go to throw my lightsaber and I just whiff. Yeah, it, that's my biggest thing, too. Again, that could just be a player error and not understanding the mechanics of the game. Yeah, or one of the other big combat issues for me is, like, I get you're not going to be able to block everything. But the stormtroopers that have RPGs, like, you're supposed to be able to force push those, and it only works, like, every other time. Yeah, no, the amount of times I've gotten hit by a fucking random rocket that just kills me because I don't see him. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but I mean, other than that, like, I'm very much enjoying the game. Like we said earlier, not exactly open world. Like, there's so many different areas to explore. Like, I mean, hell, I went out, instead of continuing on the mission, I actually went on a side mission and was the most scared I've ever been in my life. I fell into a cave, and I was like, well, there's probably a box down here or something I can explore. And I turned one corner, and there's one thing the game does, you can say very well, but it makes me piss myself every time, is there's always a creature so well hidden in the dark, and this one just happened to be a rancor. 
the biggest. Oh, you found that cave. Yeah. I ran. I didn't look for a box anymore. I just ran. So I figured a way out of there. So you remember Fallen Order on what's the starting planet that you go to? Um, is it Kobo? Kobo? Maybe. Remember the giant frog creature? Yeah. Yeah. There's one. I didn't know that. I was on one of the roofs and I just noticed it was a big circle and then I just fell through it and motherfucking frog. Bright red just jumps right on me and kills me. I was like, cool. This game you can play for like 30 minutes, no hiccups. It's going so smoothly. You're like, yeah, this is why I love this game. And then out of nowhere, you get smacked off a 20,000 foot platform by something you didn't even know was there. I will say the game is fun. It gives you good opportunity to test yourself. But goddamn, that game can be a bitch sometimes. It can be real bitchy. I will say I'm on the mission right before you fight Dagon for the first time. Mm -hmm. And the most annoying part of the mission is when you're up super high and like there's this platform you have to jump on that's full of droids yep, and, and raiders. And you have to like run past it. Well, I've gotten past it, mm -hmm. but then you have to like make this platform come up with a BD1 ability, and then you run. And if you die on the other side, you respawn back behind all that. And then that platform is still up high, though, so you can no longer reach it to continue on the mission. So then you have to fight everything, lose all of your health, and then try and continue on in the mission to the part you just died at. Yeah. I will say, too, the uh, interacts are way too sensitive. The what? The interacts like certain buttons you press your little thumbstick and it interacts that exact spot i know you're talking about the little lift yeah i got cornered and i was trying to dodge and i clicked it and he went to interact and i got fucking nailed dude i was like me, cool for me i'll be trying to run away and i can't even stim because of how many things are hitting me yep man it's the way we're talking about this game it sounds like we really don't like it I mean, yeah, it sounds like we're shitting on it, but, like, we're just, we're hitting all the points that I know everyone's going through. Well, yeah, and, like, they even said, they're like, ah, uh, because they're hearing all these complaints, no matter where they are, and they're they're going to do a bug fix. Actually, mine just updated today, so I don't know if that's something that got fixed or not. I don't know. I, I do like this game. I do like there's more to it. Mm -hmm. It does seem more developed. But I will say it's an EA game, and I know what EA does. Yeah. They're not always going to fix every little thing. But, I mean, so far, they've, I think they've done a pretty good job. The story is very, very... Very well done. In-depth, yeah. And I know you're going to very much like the ending. Good to know. Um, one thing we should have brought up when we were going through our rankings and just discussing Star Wars back and forth... One of the best things to ever happen to Star Wars, the franchise, the community, is Sam Whitworth. Yes. I was... Yep. Dude, the way he voices Maul is unbelievable. But did you know he's also voiced Palpatine? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, like, at Star Wars Celebration, when he, everyone was like, you gotta do it. And, like, the way he did the Kenobi scream, chills. Literal chills. Dude was in one game and he's been a massive Star Wars fan. He's been in so many projects. Killer. <laughs> yeah. 
my favorite too is whenever I see a TikTok clip of him talking about Star Wars, I always get the one coming. Isn't that the guy from Star Killer? And I was like, guys, come on. He's more than that now. Yeah, but that's also why the Star Wars community sucks, is they just want to talk shit, but they don't want to back it by anything. Yeah. And honestly, and, Marvel's kind of turning that way too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so I'm glad I missed that Marvel podcast because I probably would have shit on Marvel. Dude, so speaking of the Marvel podcast episode, so I post clips on TikTok, you know, on my most or on Elliot's video where he's going mm-hmm. through the bottom, I think six movies, 31 to 25. People are just shitting on him. What like he got called an incel probably six times. Which is so funny because I think I'm going to start adding a series into my uh, episodes of just people disagreeing with us completely and just calling us names. I think it's going to be funny. Maybe eventually oh, I can't start adding, wait. Maybe we'll start adding in people who are like, unsubscribe. <laughs> I can't wait for this to come out. <laughs> yeah. I'm just letting you guys know I'm petty. He will. I like to argue. <laughs> I do like to argue. You will come at you in the comments. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. If you have a valid argument, understandable. But if you can't back it up, I'm going to have fun. Yeah, that's how I am too. However, I'm a little more PG on my socials. Oh, yeah. Because you actually have a following. <laughs> <laughs> Half of my following is just random bots. I don't mind because I'm close to a thousand, I think. Are you really? Good for you, man. Uh, I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check. Watch, I said that I have like 300. 514. So you're halfway there. You're like 51% of the way there, but hey, that's progress. Dude, maybe- I just want to get to a thousand so I can have a roast. That's all I want. I was going to say, maybe if you get to a thousand, we'll go on live one day and just Star Wars talk and let all the shitters come in. I don't that. Dude, I just want to roast. That's my favorite. I just want everybody to say the most wild, off-the-wall shit to me. Because it's just fun. Yeah. All right. No, but... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I just want to say, like, this whole Cal Kestis, that actor needs needs something cameo something live action i think i think he's gonna get it oh yeah did you also hear there's a new animated show coming out i forget which one but it's gonna have nine different animating studios working on it yeah yeah yeah, i did hear about that i think that's the one where they're gonna do like the high republic and it takes place like 2500 years prior to a new hope that'd be cool i would like to know like understand it more because the only thing i know about the high republic is star wars old republic and i can't do rpgs like that i was gonna say and also you have more knowledge than i do because i haven't played that game like some of it but not all of it yeah i mean the only thing i knew really about it was i couldn't tell you character names but i can tell you like the looks of them all the different arcs Oh, yeah, I know there was, stuff. there was one group of people, I forget their names, but they like ruled the galaxy for like 10,000 years because yep. they were the first ones to learn how to travel through solar systems to get everywhere. Mm-hmm. And the first time they were beaten was 10 years after um, 
by the people from Dathomir, which is where Darth Maul comes from. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, there's so much, there's so much Star Wars lore. You can do three movies on it. Yeah, well, oh, I, also signature. Heard, I heard rumor of a new trilogy coming out, and apparently they're targeting the writer for the Peaky Blinders. Yeah, you were telling me about that the other day. Yeah, so that that could go very well. Or what I think would work way better, have the writer for Peaky Blinders write a movie on a standalone Darth Vader movie that's rated R. Or Darth Vader. There's so many books, comics, graphic novels of both characters just unleashing. Yeah. They just won't do it. I don't know why. It's dumb, but... All right. Well, that's a wrap on episode six. May the fourth be with everyone. See you, everybody. Can't wait for the comments. I'm excited. 